in last week's episode, I sit down with Mirko and we discuss the medium talk. The whole idea of afterlife is just such an interesting concept for me. I always sit down with myself and I'm like, what is after this? Like, I just want to know somebody from up there. Give me the rundown. Like, I can't take it anymore. The whole idea of like having all these questions and having no answers really pisses me off. But I did know that after Francesco passed away, at the very least, even though I won't know exactly what it looks like after we pass away, I will know if there is something after this at all. Because the connection that him and I had, I just felt like he would never stop giving me signs and just talking to me in whatever way that looked like. So I had so much faith that he would find a way and I would kind of get some sort of confirmation that doesn't end just here. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about three main signs that for me really changed my perspective on afterlife and kind of just the things that happened that really made me feel Francesco's presence next level. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So the first major thing that was absolutely insane. There was this one night last summer where I was out with my friends. They dropped me off home. It was around one, two o'clock in the morning. I walk up to my, I'm literally walking to the front of my house. You got to walk up a couple stairs to get to my door. And I see something laying across my door. And I'm like, you know, in front of my door. So I'm like, what is that? Like, I wasn't sure if it was like a raccoon or a cat. I was like really scared. So I'm like, well, if I walk closer to my door, whatever it is, it's going to run away because they're scared of humans, you know? So I'm getting closer to my house, right? I'm getting closer to the stairs. Now I get a closer look and I see it's a cat. So I'm like, okay, all right. Um, well, excuse me, <laughs> got to get in the door. You're kind of blocking the doorway. And I was waiting for this cat to move, but it wouldn't, which is very strange behavior from a stray cat because they're very scared, again, of humans. So I'm like, what is going on? So I'm like, okay, let me walk closer to the cat. Eventually, it's going to run off. So I walk closer to the cat, literally step by step up to the door. Cat's not moving. So now I'm face to face with the cat. And I'm like, you know, are you going to move? Like, what is, what is happening? Like, am I seeing shit? I know it's two in the morning. I know I'm tired. Am I delusional? So I'm like, all right, clearly this cat's not scared of me, not getting the hint. Let me give it a little boot of my leg. Let me give it a little push. Very gentle, very soft, nothing too crazy. So I give it a little push and it goes running away. So I'm like, oh, okay, that was very odd. But, uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that again. We're going to pretend like that didn't just happen and move on with my life. So I go to unlock my door. I'm putting the key in and I hear something behind me. I turn around. I see the same cat 
walking up the stairs towards me. So I'm like, this cat's back? Okay, well, at least number one, I know I'm not seeing things going crazy, but like, what is going on here? So I'm like, you know what? Let me ignore the cat, <laughs> right? Let me just unlock my door, go about my business, and move on. So again, I'm unlocking my door, and I hear people walk by my house, like just people walking on the street. And the cat sees the other random people walking by and runs away. So now I know this cat is scared of humans, like a normal stray cat, but is not scared of me. Why? What's You would think that I own this cat, you know, like this cat lives with me or something. Like we had a connection. So now the cat's gone again. So now I'm like, okay, cat's gone. Now I'm seriously unlocking my door. This is all a matter of seconds. I'm like, all right, I'm going to my house. That's it. No more paying attention to this cat. This is crazy. I go to unlock my door. The cat's behind me again. I look at this cat. We're both just like making eye contact. And I kid you not, I'm going to sound crazy right now. I'm staring at this cat and I'm just getting chills, getting chills down my body. I'm like, why do I feel like this? Why do why do I feel like me and this cat have like this crazy connection? And I literally, kid you not, I look at the cat. I'm like, Francesco? Is that you? Like, what's happening? And I just, again, I start tearing up. Like, it was so uh, emotional in the moment. But I'm like, yo, Caitlin, I get it. You had a rough year. You're telling me that you think this cat is like Francesco sent? Like, what? get it together. You're going nuts. Like, I, come on, go in your house. So I go to open a door. I'm walking in my house, and this cat's following me. Again, a stray cat, right? So I'm like, okay, if you're Francesco, I literally am just talking to the cat now, like a crazy person. I'm like, if you're Francesco, come with me inside. I open the door. Cat walks right in. Not only does the cat walk right in, he walks straight up my stairs. Almost like he's he runs this place. He's He's been here before. He lives here. He knows the ropes and the ways. And I have a townhouse, right? So there's a couple of ways you could go when you walk into my house. Like, this cat knew exactly what was up. So I'm really bugged out now. Now I'm freaking out. So I lock my door behind me. And I'm following the cat up the stairs. The cat's going first. I'm thinking that... You would think it's the cat's house and I'm visiting. Like, I'm confused. So now the cat's scoping out, like, my upstairs. So I go into my mom's room. And my mom's sleeping. Again, it's like 2 a.m. And I'm like, Ma, wake up. I got to talk to you. She's like, what, what's going on? I said, listen, don't freak out. But we have a visitor. And she's like, what, what do you mean we have a visitor? I said, uh, there is this cat that followed me in the house and is staying the night, clearly. Like, he's making himself comfortable. So she comes running out of her bed because my mom loves cats. She feeds all the stray cats of the neighborhood. She's just very, she has a connection with cats, and I thought it was very interesting that it was like a cat that was, again, you know, in front of my house. So my mom falls in love with this cat in the next, like, 10 minutes. And I explained to her the story and she's like, well, what are we going to do with the cat? I said, she was like, we can't leave him outside. Like, I feel terrible. And the cat was beautiful and, and he was just so clean and he was just so sweet. 
And he starts playing, like, he comes up to me and he starts playing with my legs and he's, like, using his paws to, like, just, I don't know, like, cuddling with me almost. And it was just so crazy. So the cat ends up sleeping with my mom and we wake up the next day and I'm already in contact with the medium that I told you guys about last week. So I call the medium. I'm like, hey, there's this cat that is in my house right now. Is it Francesco? Like, was it was this cat sent by Francesco? And I know what you're thinking. Well, you go ahead and you ask a medium if a cat you're already giving her so much information this medium, like, not only, like, confirms that it was from, from Francesco, but she was able to identify exactly what the cat looked like. She was like, he sent a cat with little white boots and, like, black, like, to the T. Like, look, you know, cat, there's a million different types of cats. Like, it was odd. And this was before I was back on social media. Nothing was posted. Very weird. Well, I'm allergic to cats, so I said, Ma, we can't keep the cat. I get it. You're falling in love with this cat, but I'm going to get very sick if it stays another day. And she was like, why don't we give it to Mina, which is my grandma? And I was like, oh, like, that's a good idea. So my mom takes it to the pet to the, to the vet, gets him checked and fixed, make sure he doesn't have fleas or anything. And she shows up to my grandma's door with the cat and says, surprise, we got you something. And at first, my grandma was like, no, I don't want a cat. And now she loves the cat. So the next day, the medium calls me and she said, was the cat gifted to your grandma? Because he's very happy that was his plan. And when she, and I said, what do you mean that was his plan to gift the cat to my grandma? And she was like, I don't know. Like, it seems like, you know, from the way I'm reading it, he, br- he knew that you were going to bring the cat in because you have a big heart. He knew your mom was going to fall in love with the cat because your mom loves cats. And he knew because she wants to keep the cat in the family, she was going to give it to your grandma. And he wants her to have company, your grandma, because my grandma lives alone. And it was just crazy because when Francesco was alive, he used to always say, you know, I love your grandma. Like, she should move in with you and your mother because she's alone. Why does she live alone? I hate that she lives alone. And it was just very, like, something that Francesco would have done and to this day we all still have the cat my grandma lives with the cat he's a bad cat by the way he's bad he wakes her up in the morning hits her head but she's like so happy and it just really it felt like it was really him it was a crazy crazy uh story and I'll never forget it matter of fact I actually have videos of the cat and I interacting because my friends were still in the car waiting for me to get into the door and this was all happening and I was so present in the moment that they were kind of like recording it and it was just perfect. I have all the footage. I'll show you guys. I'll post it. The second thing that happened to me that really felt like it was Francesco talking to me. There was this one day I slept at my friend's house and it was about two, three months after Francesco passed away. So I was very deep into my depression and I really again was just sleeping out because I wanted to be distracted and be around people and she had this deck of cards it was like chakra cards and or angel cards or something and you could pick a card and it gives you like a little bit of a message so she said to me she's like oh why don't we she was just trying to find like new ways to kind of like you know give me hope and happiness so she's like hey I have this deck of cards upstairs or like angel cards if you want to pick one out and see maybe if you get like a message from Francesco or something. So I'm like, 
listen, you really think Francesco's going to talk to me through a card? What's a card going to tell me? You know, just like very closed minded. So she's like, let's just try. I said, okay, let's try. So she brings down this deck of cards and she's like, all right, here. So she hands it to me and I said, okay, right. So I got this deck of cards in my hands. Again, it's like a a deck of a hundred. And I'm like, okay, so what? I just pick out a card. And she's like, no. She's like, what you have to do is sit with the cards for a second. Literally like kind of like meditate with the cards and just hold your hands with the cards and put your energy into it and ask Francesco to come to you and give you a sign. So I'm like, okay. So I hold the cards in my hands and I kind of put my head down with them and I give it all my love and my energy. And I said, Francesco, I could be going crazy right now. I don't even know if you can hear me, but if you can, I guess, please talk to me through a card. That'd be amazing. Like if you can, okay. So she takes the cards out and she kind of spreads them out on the table all face down and she said okay pick whatever card you want and I said well I don't know which one to pick and she's like whatever one feels right so I said okay okay so I grab a random card and I look up I turn it over and it says completion and it has this picture of a a woman sitting at a grave site mourning and grieving her lover because above her was a bubble of like what she was thinking. And it was like a picture of her and her husband, her loved one, her, you know, soulmate. And I'm like, whoa, like out of all the cards that I could have picked out of this deck, it is a woman grieving, clearly a soulmate, a loved one, a husband. And it says completion. Like she completed like a journey. So I'm freaking out already. And she's like, turn the card around, read it. So I turn it over and I want to read to you guys what it said. I have it written down. It said, The legend. He was raised in an orphanage and never wore new boots until he was enlisted in the army in 1942. By the end of the war, he was a decorated veteran and had survived what many of his brothers had not. Later, he became an actor. He was well-loved, but history will always remember him as a war hero. When he finally laid to rest, the goddess smiled upon him as she received him into the heavens. And it was just crazy because it's talking about basically how he was in the war and then he left the war to become an actor. And then when he died, he was remembered as a a war hero. And it kind of just like made me think about the fact that Francesco got very sick when he was young and he like started battling this war of cancer then kind of just like found his life and found his passion with TikToks and being like this actor and and being in the entertainment industry. And then he passed away as a warrior. That's how we all remember him as somebody that fought this disease. And it just like really resonated with me. Like this story, I don't know. Like I was just like, whoa. And then it says the inspiration part of it, a reminder to cherish all the beauty in life, including endings. Reflect upon your part in history and discover what you make of it. Completion, don't fear it, embrace it. And then it says, am I present in the moment? How do I respond to the idea of completion? Honor your legacy. He had a natural ending to a grand adventure. New beginning on the horizon. Honor those who give to us. Think so much. And then it had this number 
on the bottom of the card. This is where it gets literally crazy. It had the number nine. So I'm like, oh, like I said to my friend, like, are these cards like numbered in order? And she's like, no, like every card just has a random number that goes with what the card's about. So I said, well, what does the number nine mean? So I'm sitting down and I sent it to one of my spiritual healers. And she said to me, what year did you start dating Francesco? And I said, in 2013. She said, when did he pass away again? I said, 2022. Nine years. <sighs> he completed his nine years. We completed our nine years. Our journey together was over. I have chills right now. Completed. I started crying my eyes out. It was like him telling me, like, I'm okay, babe. And, like, I completed my life with you. And you are where you're supposed to be. And I am where I'm supposed to be. And it's, you know, they always say, like, everything kind of happens for a reason. I just felt like he was telling me, like, I'm okay. And I accept this. And I want you to accept it and reflect and really take this time to embody the new you. Like, this is a new chapter in your life. And I support you. And I'm here for you. And it was so emotional. And I never thought in my life that cards can be so powerful and it just really changed my perspective and gave me so much clarity. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And last but not least, this is another crazy one. They're very deep. Um, There was this day that my brother was here. Francesco's friends were here. We were all hanging out in my house, okay? One of his friends, they were talking about a trip that they went on in Miami. And Francesco went on this trip that they're talking about. They all went together. And when they were in Miami, I was in Costa Rica with my friends, my girls. We were all on different vacations, whatever. And one of his friends was talking about the trip. And they were like, oh, my God, yo, that night that we were in that strip club. And I had no clue that they went to a strip club. Francesco left out that information. So the long story short is one of his friends accidentally slipped up, like thought that, you know, I knew about it. It was nothing serious, nothing crazy. I don't even know why. Francesco didn't tell me because I really wouldn't have cared either way. I think that he was just scared that I was going to care. I don't know. But it deeply hurt me that I did not know this information. It hurt me that I was finding out in this way. It hurt me that I couldn't call him and ask him like, hey, why didn't you tell me? Why? You know, like there's no closure. And it's a crazy thing because... um you know, when someone passes on, like, I don't know if this is common or not, but my personal experience was, you know, finding out some of the things that can hurt you, that they're not here to kind of explain themselves, or maybe you you guys can't kind of communicate and, and find a, a solution, a middle point. Like, it was very hurtful that I felt so alone in that moment. And all his friends were kind of just like more focused on the fact that the one friend slipped up and it wasn't even all that serious, but I even felt even more alone because all his friends were focused on being mad at the friend. And I was like, oh my God, my brother's just like, I don't know what to do. 
So now I got to drive my brother to the city because he needs to get on the bus to go back to Pennsylvania where he lives. So I'm driving him to the city and all his friends came with me to take the ride and I'm driving like a maniac. I'm so mad and hurt and just I'm just like kind of cursing out Francesco in my head. Like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Why wouldn't you tell me? Why did you do this to me? Like, I don't understand. And like so angry. And it's crazy because, again, you don't want to be angry at somebody that's passed on. You know what I mean? It's an uncomfortable feeling. Like, that's the last thing that I wanted. But I couldn't help it. I'm human. I was hurt. I was upset. I was mad. I was confused. I was like, why? So, again, I'm driving like a maniac. His friends are trying to calm me down. I'm like, everybody shut up and don't talk to me. I'm blowing red lights. I'm just bugging out, right? And literally, I kid you not. I kid you not, it was the craziest thing ever. I'm driving down this block and I literally stop short because I see something in the middle of the street. And I look and all his friends saw it too. They're like, whoa, 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 what is that? We all stop. So I know I wasn't going crazy. I wasn't the only one that saw it. And I look up. It's kind of like in the middle of the street, but a little, it's like floating in the air. And I see this balloon, this light blue balloon, just in the middle of the street. At nighttime, by itself, just just floating, floating over my car, low enough where I didn't want to drive into it because I wasn't sure what it was. And we're all just all looking at this balloon. And everybody's just silent. Like, nobody knows what to say because we're all just in shock. Like, what is happening right now? Now, I'm mad. So I'm, like, half seeing the balloon, but I'm, like, so mad and I can't get out of the anger that I'm feeling towards Francesco that I'm, like, not completely understanding what's happening and what I'm seeing. So I continue to drive past the balloon. And his friends are like, are we going to talk about what we just saw? And all of a sudden, like, I just calmed down. I don't know what happened. I was so angry. Like I said, blowing red lights. But after seeing that balloon, like, I just felt okay. Like, everything's okay. Caitlin, like, why are you so mad? It's okay. You know, like, at the end of the day, like, do you want to be mad or do you want to be at peace? Can we, how can we find peace with this? I feel like he's telling me, please don't be, you know, don't be mad at me. Please, please don't stress this. Like, please know it was an innocent, like, white lie. Like, please just calm down. Like, I literally felt like he was talking to me. And I look it up online. We all did, me and his boys, we sat down and we looked up like a light blue balloon or whatever it was online and it said that it means that your guardian angel is telling you please relax it was insane it was insane like i i can't you can't make this shit up i i just felt so much better and i just came to terms with the fact that it's okay i let go i'm not angry at the end of the day at the grand scheme of everything like we had this beautiful relationship am i gonna let a little white lie like ruin the bigger picture weigh out the options pick and choose your battles like is it really worth it it's not it's not and I just kind of learn how to find peace again in myself with like his guidance in a weird way and it just made me it kind of confirmed for me that no matter what is going on in my life no matter how angry I am I am so protected by him and I feel like he's going to guide me in every way possible and Whenever I feel like I'm so deeply hurt, like he's going to be there to kind of 
Help me out. It was so unbelievably powerful. And the reason why I'm also making this episode is to kind of just give us all a little more hope. I don't really think it ends here. And I hope this episode kind of gives you more hope that I'm right. I think that there's so much more and we should not fear death and we need to find peace with instead of hiding from the whole idea of dying. I think that our loved ones are still with us and I think if we do a better job at opening our eyes and being more intuitive, you'd be unbelievably shocked with what you can see.